1: like a dracula gay lords of darkness has risen from the grave
0: blood has been dripping on that desiccated corpse
1: (laughs) and we are reconstituted
0: we're rising up we're killing the satanic hippies that accidentally reanimated us
1: that's right first things first kill those hippies
0: Kill the hippies, because yeah. it's
1: Satan month, Stacey. It's Satan month. I love Satan month.
0: It's back on.
1: It's back on. It's back and better than ever. Well, t- to be determined.
0: <laughs> back and better than the one episode <laughs> so far.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we took a week off. Uh, I don't know. We did, which we have
0: never done in, in how many weeks? 60-something weeks?
1: Yeah. Um, 70? So that was, uh, you know... Interesting, the
0: Gaylord's Manor got a little dusty. I have to say, it did
1: get a little dusty. I
0: feel like our chores kind of fell, like the chore wheel just fell right off. The, into into just abyss. just been
1: hibernating. I hibernated for a week. It was nice.
0: Yeah, hibernate works on that zine. mm Hmm. So excited. Still for working
1: zine. on the zine. Still working on it. Sorry.
0: It's looking beautiful, though.
1: Thanks. It's, it's a lot of work. Beautiful. It's uh, I severely underestimated the amount of time I would need to do it as I would like to do it, which is not. What you, it turns out, thought it was going to be. I
0: love when you sent me pictures and I was like, holy shit, Stacey. You're like, what? Did I? Did you think I was just going to drop it in a Word document? I was like, yes. <laughs> yeah, Girl, like, you're busting out like pins and collage.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's a zine. It's yeah, a I'm fucking ta- zine. I'm ma- taking the word zine very seriously. So it is taking longer. We will update when... Uh, when When we
0: fucking feel like it yo yeah
1: there you go I like that (laughs) attitude I like that attitude Um, in the meantime next month on Friday the 13th just a reminder or a first time if you haven't heard this news uh, Gaylord's live show
0: Gaylord's live with Adrian and Amy, the final Ugh. girls themselves, a part one and two on 35mm double feature baby.
1: Uh, we are going to record the show and it will be available for everyone to listen to, even if you can't make it.
0: We'll be dropping a special sode.
1: Drop a special sewed. Although, Anthony, perhaps I should have mentioned this off the air. Oh. But I've been thinking, and I, I don't even know if I'm going to go, honestly. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. I've been looking at the date on the calendar. And I was like, I
1: kind of <laughs> wanted to get Italian
0: that night instead.
1: <laughs> well, I would have to travel for it, as you know. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, you'd have to cross to the other wing of the manor.
1: Yeah. Well, here's the thing, is that I read this article about a woman as myself. I am also a woman. This woman was out jogging. Now, there are no circumstances under which I would ever jog. However, <laughs> Good hear me you. out. Hear me out. She was jogging and she ran into a swarm of flies.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: And within a day or so, she had eye irritation.
0: <gasps>
1: and the next thing you know. Oh, no. She had a lot of worms in her eye.
0: Oh, no. They laid larvae or whatever in her eye. Or the yeah. Worm? Oh, my God. What?
1: Yeah. And so I'm thinking, what if the person next to me on the plane has eye worms? <gasps> also, I did not spend the extra $75 or whatever it is to guarantee that I would not be seated next to a swarm of flies.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's an added, <laughs>
1: that's an added fee now. That's the next
0: tier is the, no guarantee of no <laughs> eye flies.
1: Yeah. So what if I'm on the plane and these flies shoot larvae into my eyes? <laughs> just all of a sudden, flies explode
0: out of the ventilation
1: system. Yeah. And, and I have eye worms. You. I say no thank you to the eye worms.
0: Stacey, the show must go on. So like, Amy Steele will just be sitting there staring at you as these little larvae pulsate in and out of your eyes.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, don't pay attention to that. <laughs> yeah. Amy,
0: my eye worms are up here. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, those are boob worms down there. <laughs> yeah. My eye worms are up
0: here. <laughs> the boob worms I've been living with, okay, but this yeah. is a new development.
1: I I mean, what a horror show, right? Like, I have, I have, I mean,
0: because I used to be a runner, and I have run into many. Uh, there was always this one patch in front of a tree in front of my old place where there, there's just those little clusters of flies, mm-hmm. the little tiny like mite ones. And That's you just what it was. you run it; they get in your mouth. I have had them in my eye, like because they get stuck to the wet of your eye. Ew! Ugh. I didn't know that I could get a fucking eye. What if I've had? Well, apparently all
1: the time? this is new fly behavior. Oh my! They God. don't usually like something has changed. This is according to the article. Something Wait, like changed like in de- the fly behavior that they shoot out their larvae so quickly now. Like it shouldn't really have happened, but it's been happening.
0: Like this is like Jurassic World or Deep Blue Sea.
1: It, well, yes. The I wasn't going to say it. But.
0: Evolving. They're faster, the stronger. evolving. <laughs> faster larvae.
1: And I mean, you know, when you're young and carefree, you say to yourself, Howard Hughes, what a kookadook. <laughs> then you reach a point in your life where you say, well... Maybe sealing myself away and keeping all of my urine in jars really is the healthiest yeah. option.
0: Yeah, maybe I was right to invest in all these jars in this Mormon mafia <laughs> protecting me.
1: Right. Yeah. So, you wow. know, my hip- my hipster days of drinking out of Mason jars are well over. Now it's time to seal away that urine.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's reversed. Now you're just peeing in that jar. <laughs> yeah.
1: I just, I don't know. I don't want to get eye worms. So will I be at the live show? (laughs) Maybe.
0: Stacey regrets she can't be here at our first ever live show. (laughs) She was afraid of eye worms. She did did send this note. I was afraid of eye worms. (laughs)
1: The spruce goose could have been infected with eye worms. You never know.
0: (laughs) Adrian just pours some wine for everyone and we do a toast to Stacey and her eye worms.
1: That's all I need. Just toast me. That's all I care about. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So anyway. It (laughs) was a toast. Yeah. Wow. That's disgusting. It's really
1: disgusting. How many worms did she have?
0: Like a lot? Like legion? She had,
1: there were like probably five
0: it, did they show it?
1: Like she went to a doctor and they took out eye worms, and then it was still oh. happening.
0: Oh, was it like a...
1: that's a big thing that I don't like. I mean, I don't know any, but there's well, timeout. I'm sure there's somebody out there who's like, yeah, duh, I wish I had worms in my eyes. Oh, They're like, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> anytime I read like uh, this person had worms in a place where no worms should be, or you know, like that's just a big nightmare for me.
0: I spent the summer convinced I had bot flies. <laughs> i'm serious <laughs> i go to the river a lot i literally spent the summer convinced i had botflies it turns you out don't was... want
1: botflies you do not want a botfly i don't friend.
0: i'm just allergic to grass is what it was but i thought i literally <laughs> had botflies, and i had nightmare i had so many nightmares this summer about the because i watched all those youtube videos of them pulling them out of arms oh, and stuff no
1: no 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 oh
0: my god Doctor Pimple Popper, I can handle that, but not bot flies.
1: None of it. No, I just so I just I don't want anything laying an egg in me. No, N- anywhere. I don't anywhere. want
0: eye worms, hookworms. None of no. that.
1: No worms, thank you. I don't know. I'm just kind of quirky that way. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's just Stacy. <laughs>
0: She doesn't like worms, doesn't want them in her eyes. She's Stacy.
1: <laughs> That's just who I am. <laughs> live, laugh, no worms. Thank you.
0: Well, I, uh, I was excited for our live show, but now that it's canceled, I understand. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, I think everybody will understand.
0: Everyone will refund your tickets. Um, Whatever.
1: Just put a photograph up. It doesn't have to be me i'll yeah. record something it'll be just as exciting as if i was actually there probably we'll sh- more exciting quite frankly
0: we'll just put a box of recordings on a rocking chair
1: thank you that's you know that's the thing is i just want everyone to think that i am just a haunted box of cassette tapes perhaps something easily accessible I yeah.
0: want everyone to think she says
1: I mean, I hope that they do. That You know, people found... Maybe Anthony found a box of cassette tapes in a haunted attic. And <laughs> this show is Anthony, and he, you just play a tape.
0: This is extensive editing.
1: Yeah, it's a, yeah it's, a, it's a lot more work goes into this show than people think. Because you, you have to listen to the tapes. And then... It would explain some of
0: the tangents. Like, I ate mustard once. <laughs> Oh, that box of recordings is acting up again.
1: (laughs) Time to flip this one over.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's been on side A too long.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, doing a live show, the jig will be up. Although I would love to just, to be like that can of, what was it, peas in Wet Hot American Summer.
0: Yes, yes, just a talking can
1: just a talking can like that's my ideal <laughs> existence the, the photos from
0: the live shows: adrian amy me <laughs> a can of peas speaking <laughs> i mean this is a mic sitting next to it that's the dream but god isn't it
1: we'll see what happens
0: you really need to work on your horcruxes stacy
1: what's a horcrux
0: it's like a kegel but for harry potter
1: hmm
0: Two people will get that joke. Two of our listeners will get that.
1: I understand most of those words. <laughs> it's a and I'm I'm imagining. Well, I'm doing some. It's Kegels like right a, now.
0: Oh, listen, the view from Everest. It's the,
1: the, the, <laughs> it's like a it's like
0: a it's like a thing that you like. Voldemort. Well, I only read it up to the fourth book and I didn't watch the movie. But it's a thing where you transfer your soul through like it's like it's like how Madonna has Kabbalah string, but for Voldemort. So like. time out do you know
1: what a kegel is um yeah (laughs) it's because i'm like what are you transferring except maybe serenity and muscle tone (laughs) well i just think when i said the word horcrux it
0: kind of sounded a little sexual i see the crux part not the horror part
1: sounds a little like cervix i suppose they both have x's in them i suppose Wow. Yeah. Good thing Anyways, we're back, huh?
0: So I'm so happy that Satan Month is continuing ever on, and uh, that live show. Like I said, we will issue refunds. You can. We'll also refund you for this episode. Um, th- just start. Yeah, with you. please.
1: It'll be. But you know what? We have Adrian King and Amy Steele are going to be there, and so it. won't Oh my be. God!
0: They're going to listen to this and be like, "Oh, we should brush up and just see what their show is like." <laughs>
1: I hope if they are I apologize but I mean we'll have to like not be ourselves I guess to we an extent. can't
0: we have to hire JT Leroy's to go as us
1: yeah we let's <laughs> do it let's really the fuck out of it we can't be at this show or we're gonna ruin it we're going to ruin our own live show. Oh my God. Only gaylords. Feeling, why are we talking about
0: sexy diapers? I thought we were going to talk about Friday the 13th.
1: Wait, which one of you had a sandwich? Why do I care about any of this? Who oh, had a stroke? Tr- trust me, trust me, you don't care. <laughs> no one cares. You don't
0: know if you had a stroke or not. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so Why please. is she wearing a Jay Moore mask? <laughs> what What is she doing under that movement
0: (laughs) (laughs) our goal is much like monty python's confuse a cat that is confusion is ever our goal um so submit a help ticket we'll get you refunded uh which is a shame because the show is sold out which is great oh so i guess we'll just have to
1: well, no one's going to see us. They're all going we'll to just... see the two leading ladies and the movies themselves. So at least that takes some pressure off.
0: This is true. This is true. It may it's going to make it a lot easier for us to be up there while people say, "Who
1: the fuck are they? And
0: Why are they?" Get off here? the stage. Get off the stage. I hope they throw tomatoes. Mm. But alas, <laughs> that will be another front. That's in
1: the future. That's in the future. That's in the future. Today, is a gift.
0: A gift from the past, from 2014.
1: Uh, okay, fine. You wanna talk about the movie? Let's talk about the movie. I
0: guess, I guess. Let's just make some free content. Ugh.
1: <laughs> Gross. Ugh. <laughs> uh, 2014. A little movie called Starry Eyes.
0: Talking about Starry Eyes today.
1: Um, I really like this movie. I know that you were like, eh. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah. I was and halfways am. <laughs>
1: okay. I have
0: lots of mixed feelings about this movie. Well, I don't have lots. I have a few mixed feelings about this movie.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What I can That'd say, be- I love Alex SO man. Right? She's fucking great. Yeah. Where is she? What has
1: she done? This movie,
0: first, this movie is from 2014, which, how is it that old? Also, how is 2014 that old?
1: I know. I know. Like I, started, I looked her up. She apparently is in Doctor Sleep, which I have not seen. But apparently she plays Wendy Torrance somehow in Doctor yes! Sleep. Yes!
0: Jason just told me this. Because I was complaining. Yeah. I was saying, why isn't Shelley Duvall in Doctor Sleep? Then I would go see it. And then Jason said, um, oh, well, Alex Esso plays her. And I was like, what?
1: Yeah. Yeah, but watching Starry Eyes, watching her performance, I, I think to myself, well, I guess there just aren't enough parts for women or something. But, but I'm like, why isn't she? Like, she's so talented, clearly. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think I saw her in, um, I think she was in Tales of Halloween or Tales of po- one. She was in one of those. And then I haven't seen her in, like, anything else except Starry Eyes. But she's fucking fantastic. I loved her in this movie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I have my issues with it as well, but. Yeah, Well, whatever. We'll get to it.
0: I think overall, I definitely I mean, I will I will be I will preface this whole conversation by saying overall, I did like this more than the first time I saw it. Mm. Um, I still have questions and concerns. (laughs) But but I actually I did enjoy it this time. I'm telling you, there's me before the election, and then there's me after
1: the election. Yeah, it's
0: true. Literally, all the movies that you like that I didn't, they all trace back to did I watch them before the election when I was a a starry-eyed young democratic supporter (laughs) versus the satanic feminist um, (laughs) troll monster that I have become.
1: Mm Hmm. Some of us have just been that all along.
0: Exactly. (laughs)
1: I, I mean, listen. I'm trying.
0: I'm trying to follow that crone example, Stacy. I'm working I, towards my own cave.
1: Be the crone you want to see in the world. Yes. You know, and I think the election has really helped that. This, although you say, how could this be 2014? The last few years have just been a whirlwind of shit, right? Like, how could this movie be five years old already? It's nuts. It's nuts. But here we are, just sliding towards oblivion. <laughs> at a rapid pace
0: oh god so what's what for our viewers that haven't seen starry eyes which i don't think there's any spoilers but uh for our viewers that haven't seen it stacy what's a how would you sum up this film give us a quick
1: I I would say that you should do the summary because I did the last one uh, well I know but what I have learned from editing these things is that you're really good at it and I'm not no I'm not because I'm like yeah you are you shows up to a thing and then something (laughs) happens no I think you're really good I mean we don't need to fight about it but I think you're really good at it whereas mine is like and then blah 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 and then this blah 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 and you sound like you're reading something that you actually wrote I hate
0: it when people sound like they're reading on these things. I don't want to sound like I'm reading a thing I wrote.
1: Well, it sounds that way in so much as it's clear and concise and conveys everything that happens in the movie. Whereas oh. mine is riddled with, oh yeah, I forgot about this part. Oh yeah, uh, well, okay, sound- that doesn't happen until later. Blah, 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 blah. Like, but I'm I'm
0: just I want to like, sound like off the cuff and like a little sensual. <laughs> Does that come through? <laughs>
1: I'm not your target audience. Damn it. (laughs) Just try to channel. I mean, I think you're good. Do I do the whole thing?
0: Because, you know, like, a lot of these things, and I get tired of people doing the synopsis is because they, they say, like, it's like a Wikipedia entry where they're like, in the next scene, John walks to the restroom and is murdered. No,
1: I, when I say that you just sound the written, setup. I don't mean boring. I mean that you just convey everything that needs to be conveyed without all the BS. Do I have to do
0: the whole movie, like, what happens in the ending, too? <laughs>
1: I mean, do what you feel. like. We're
0: like a year and a however many months in, and I'm still trying to figure out on air how to do a synopsis. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Why we're, we're the worst still?
0: <laughs> Listen, it's we've been out of practice for a week, everyone. It's been
1: we did take a week off. Well, Stacy, thank you very
0: much. I feel validated and seen. If not, a little off the cuff and sensual, I will. Work uh, on. I
1: well, I mean, off the cuff and sensual. Do you mean like Delilah? Yes. Do you don't do you know who Delilah is. I have no that, clue what Delilah There's one about. person out there. I know they know who Delilah is, and they got that, and I bet they're smiling. Who's Delilah?
0: Are they smiling downstairs?
1: Duh, probably.
0: <laughs> Duh, Delilah.
1: Delilah she is she (laughs) i've only heard her on whom northern new england radio station but i'm sure she's syndicated so she's everywhere but she's got this voice like it's me delilah and people like call in with their troubles and then she dedicates a song to them so it'd be like john your life of 30 years just left you for the pool girl (laughs) i see What we're going to do right now is play Islands in the Stream for you, and we're going to hope that everything works out okay. And then they play Islands in the Stream, because it's all easy listening stuff. Because it's Delilah. Delilah. (laughs) Yeah, and so you would call in and be like, I don't know, Delilah, my boyfriend is in the army, and he's been in Italy or where the fuck ever for six months, and I just really miss him. And she'd be like, I see, and is there a song you'd like to play for him?
0: Oh, my God.
1: She'd be like, I don't know, uh, Penny Lover by Lyle Richie. <laughs> then she plays Penny Lover. Anyway. I don't know, maybe this incredibly specific song <laughs> choice. <laughs> so, anyway, I love Delilah. She's very soothing. I feel like her press
0: page would say off the cuff and sensual, and then it would have I, exactly. a reviewer name.
1: That's what I'm saying. That's so. what I'm trying to get to. I just want to be elaborate. I can't believe I made a reference that you didn't understand. An well, obscure an reference. obscure reference to something in
0: New Fucking England, Stacey.
1: <laughs> well, she's syndicated, I'm sure. But I mean, uh, that I would make a reference that you didn't get, that there's one 65-year-old listener out there who's like, I understand.
0: <laughs> they pop another Werther's. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> That's my target audience. Uh. Oh, well.
0: Uh, okay, so Starry Eyes. Uh, Starry Eyes is set in the wonderland of, of, of La La Land, of Hollywood, of L.A. Um, L.A., as we all know, is a cesspit of bullshit um, where a bunch of a bunch of people try to get together to, to get rich quick, to get famous, and to get on those screens. Um, Sarah is a, a beautiful young actress who is... Fairly insecure. She's portrayed by Alex Esso, who we mentioned is fantastic in this film. She works at, um, what is it? Big Tater? Tater Gals? Big big Taters. (laughs) Big Taters, which is totally Hooters, except if it was run by Pat Healy and is, like, just one location and not a franchise. Um... While she's not working at, at Big Taters, hating her life. She is going to auditions. She is crying. She clearly has some sort of she has some body image issues. She is she is that quintessential uh, male filmmaker's depiction of a wannabe young actress who's also very kind of uh, torturing herself with her neuroses in with everything that society's put on her. So she goes to audition, she cries, she pulls her hair out, she abuses herself. Um she she just really wants to make it. Uh she has a horrible cadre of friends who are all disgusting like silver Lake people <laughs> that all have dreams of making these films and making being artists. Um but they're kinda douchey too. Uh so she doesn't really have much of a support system. Um, down the line, she gets an audition for a new film called The Silver Screen that is going to be put on and produced by Astraus Pictures, who was a film production company that has been around for ages. Um, one of the characters says that they've sort of fallen off the boat for a while, and now they're sort of getting back onto the onto the scene. This is the biggest opportunity Sarah's ever had. Her first audition is a little bizarre. They sort of accost her. She goes back into the uh, bathroom and cries and starts pulling out her hair when one perfect fucking queen, Maria Olsen, who was the the casting director, hears her and then says, come back into the room and have that fit in front of us. Um, Sarah does so. She basically tortures herself, kind of convulses, rips her hair out they they give her a call back. She comes back. She has to perform um, and kind of let go of herself while doing a full frontal audition um, in complete darkness while they shoot off flashbulbs at her. Sarah, we begin to see instances of her transforming and letting go of herself to channel something else for this role. Um, down the line, she ends up being offered a part in this movie, but on the condition that she hooks up with the producer... Uh, sort of in a very proto-Me Too, but, I mean, it's not proto because, let's face it, this has been going on as long as Hollywood's existed. Uh, Sarah goes back to her friends. She tells them about what happened and how she fled the uh, this uh, alleged audition, quote-unquote uh, audition. Um... Her friends are supportive, but they're also, at the same time, are sort of uh, chastising to her and kind of make fun of her in their own way, like Aaron does, who... Aaron, as portrayed by Fabian Therese, who is the the mean girl in this film, who is just an absolutely vile wannabe actress, who is that unsupportive friend that constantly jellyfishes you every step of the way. (laughs) Um, Down the line, Sarah ultimately goes back. She, She sacrifices her integrity... She's making this film, The Silver Scream. She gets cast in it. Uh, She begins to get sick. Things begin to happen to her body. It kind of takes a body horror route. And Sarah begins to transform. Something is happening to her. And something's happening with Astrea's pictures. The producer wears a pentagram necklace. Maria Olsen wears a pentagram um, necklace also. Everyone has pentagrams they are talking about this film becoming a vessel for their message and Sarah becoming a vessel for their message. And then it turns out Sarah might be making a film for a satanic cult and she might be the vessel for this new satanic uprising slash new world order. Who knows? And what will happen to Sarah's friends and what will be left of them?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah. See, that wasn't sensual. I didn't
0: like... I'm not
1: turned on. No.
0: And then her fingernails pop off. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I need to work. Come on, on, Eileen. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah. I mean. uh, I think the thing that maybe you said you didn't really like about it to begin with, and the thing that is absolutely true is that it's um it's very obvious. It doesn't wear its metaphors as metaphors. they're just right there in the text on the screen.
0: It is so didactic.
1: It's really didactic. Um, but for me, I think the individual parts of it are so good that I'm not bothered by the fact that it's a fairly it's, it's a simplified message. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I could see that. It's not not a <laughs> high concept. But I like the way that it approaches that.
0: I think that's where my confusion began. So I I, I, I love Alex Esso in this movie. She is yeah. fucking fantastic. Yeah. She's I amazing. was rooting for her this whole movie. I don't think the movie is rooting for her. No, it's not. And I think that's my problem, is I think the filmmakers are making a different movie than Alex Esso made.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I think that's what makes that character so complex, is that, I mean, I was still rooting for her while also realizing, like, especially at the beginning, she's got these vulnerabilities. She seems to be one way, but also from the beginning, she's also ruthlessly ambitious. Yes. And where that ambition takes her is not to great places. Yes. Which um, is... A... But I was still rooting for her.
0: Yeah. And that's what I liked about it, was I liked... I, I think the film works, and I think it doesn't work. Um, This is just me, personally. A lot of people love this movie, and, and you're a big fan of it. Mm-hmm. Um, And I did like watching it this time. I just... I think... I think there's multiple films in here. And maybe that makes it richer. I don't know. But, like, like there's so much comedy. Like, just off the bat, there's so much comedy to the movie. Mm-hmm. But it's also trying to play it straight, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I'm just trying to parse out, like, what is intentional and what isn't. And then I think I'm also tainted by having seen the most recent efforts of these filmmakers, which was the awful Pet Cemetery remake.
1: Oh, I just totally disregard that. I yeah.
0: Mean... But it's just, like, knowing how clunky they can be as filmmakers I kind of maybe brought that into this viewing of, like, mm. trying to, to, to be the gotcha journalist watching them. Right, um, that
1: makes sense.
0: But uh, but I have to actually have to do it, should say, too, that the thing that I remembered liking the least about it the original time was just, like, that L.A. is evil metaphor, which is like, oh, my God, we've seen that.
1: We kind of, we haven't seen it like this, though.
0: This is a little different, yeah.
1: This, to me, like, as someone who... I mean, it has to work for everybody, like every audience. But I just, watching this, I'm like, my God, this movie fucking gets it.
0: Yeah. You know it, what I will say is this does it way better than Neon Demon did.
1: Mm, I haven't seen that yet. Oh, I hated it. <laughs> um, It really nails the sort of the day-to-day of Los Angeles, I think. The thing is, is that it like it's condemning Sarah for taking the mainline path to fame, right? You know, it's literally backstabbing your friends, literally having to destroy your life that came before, completely disregard it, and become completely soulless to achieve fame. Yes. But it's also saying the alternative, which are these friends who are like, let's just make something. Who cares? Like, let's write a movie and let's make it. But they're all kind of listless and they never actually do anything. It's also like condemning also that brand of DIY. Yeah. And so it's like, so no one is immune to this. And I think that's, it kind of works because then you're like still somehow rooting for Sarah in the end, even when she's brutally slaughtering all of these people. (laughs) And that's, that's where I got,
0: that's, I think that for me is the core of my confusion with this movie because what I loved was watching Sarah's journey and watching her transform and like become sort of self-obsessed and selfish. Like mm-hmm. I was totally here for that this time. Like mm-hmm. like there's that scene um when Pat Healy, who I just
1: can I just say I
0: just love Pat Healy. Like I'm maybe yeah, part I of the keepers and just how much I love that movie. I fucking love Pat Healy even when he's playing like this like, the character in this film could be such a scumbag, but, like, he makes him somewhat charming, even though he still is, like, it's just a shitty, lame boss.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's still got some humanity to him and his own sort of small hopes and dreams.
0: Yeah, like, when he's like, I know you don't take this place seriously, but this is me. It's me. Right. Like, I was just like, I love you, Patty Lee. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, when he brings her in, and it's that, it's that re- any artist has had this conversation with, like, their retail job boss, you know, Where it's Mm -hmm. like, you're not taking this job seriously enough. You're always going off to auditions. And you need to remember, this is what comes first. This is what pays the bills. And it's like, you need to prioritize. And then when Sarah hears that, and she's like, you're right. I I think I may have to quit. I I have a talent. I have a real talent. I'm not a million other girls. Like, Mm -hmm. watching her get that confidence for the first time. Yeah. When she's in the... When she's in the, what, what she thinks is the final audition, which when the producer tries to, to rape her, basically, um, and they're like, you're a go-getter, Sarah. You're special. Like, you, mm-hmm. you make things happen that you want to happen. And she's like, she has that moment where she just kind of gets teary-eyed. And she's like, thank you for saying that. I worked so hard. Like, mm-hmm. those moments, I was just fucking screaming for her. Yeah. And it was so nice to see this woman who, and I mean, I I do think, and that's part of why I said that in the synopsis, like, I think the filmmakers are sort of putting, like, a male filmmaker's idea of what a woman, how she would chastise herself, or what her insecurities or neuroses would be. Mm-hmm. I think they're definitely building that into this character, but, like, Watching her get past that opening of who how she was treating herself and really invest and believe in herself, even if it's supposed to be ambitious or selfish, I was like, fuck that. I love her. And I'm so proud right. of her for getting there. <laughs> like,
1: Right. Well, that's the thing. And then, like, to make <clears throat> all of these friends who aren't really her friends, they're her roommate's friends, but she just kind of hangs out with all of yeah, them. Yeah,
0: but she even set her roommate. Tracy's like, they're your friends. She's like, they're your friends.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So to make them... <laughs> sort of the diy culture but also to be the bad guys in this because they are they're shitty they're horrible Um, they're awful i i at first i was kind of like oh because I, i as someone who's always been like work outside the system make it happen but these people are the type who definitely proliferate los angeles it's people who just are all talk it's like yeah. you can just go pick up a camera and make a fucking movie in your backyard if you want to or you can sit around and talk about it and talk about the movie like it becomes a whole thing like making the movie becomes a whole thing and no one ever actually makes anything. Yeah. I mean well that that's that's what I was thinking about
0: where I'm like I'm like why am I happy to see all these friends get murdered? Right. And I'm, like, they're supposed to be the, that thing that, like, like we talk about. Like, why don't we just make our own stuff, you know? Like, mm-hmm. but that's the thing is, like, I mean, we actually are making things.
1: <laughs> right. They that's just the talk
0: about, like, Erin, fucking awful, awful, awful Erin, who is so funny in this movie. Um, she she's just talking. She's just constantly there to, to to just get into other people's heads and make them feel shitty about themselves because she feels terrible about herself. And that she right. isn't famous. And that's mm-hmm. they just surround each other to kind of pretend that they're gonna be creative and make things and they don't need the system. But it's just an excuse to party and to just be a fucking silver Lake douchebags. <laughs> like douchebags. <laughs>
1: like Yeah, exactly. With ever without ever actually doing anything. And I but I couldn't tell
0: if the filmmakers really were that intentional or if we about how terrible they are i mean besides Aaron, or if we're supposed to feel bad for them or both
1: i mean i think you feel a little bad just because they're human beings and they all die brutal fucking horrible deaths yeah but didn't they but, all but deserve
0: it except tracy
1: yeah i think so that's the thing is i think that they're all shitty throughout like the dude who lives in the van um noah segan Noah Segan, who, like, is the nicest of them, probably, except for Tracy, the roommate. Um, But even he's still, you know, that L.A. douchebag who doesn't do anything and who does nothing but talk a big game when all he really wants to do is sleep with the girls who are going to be in his movies.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And so I think that the fact that none of them are really ever have a redeeming side to them, except for maybe the roommate... The, um, honestly,
0: I, Tracy's the only one with that. It That's the only tragedy in the movie.
1: <laughs> right. Because yeah. she
0: cares about her.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I think they're castigating a certain brand of DIY. Like, the, the key word is do. <laughs> like, you have to do. These are just like.
0: Do shit yourself.
1: Do shit yourself.
0: Yeah, that's what yeah. they are.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I guess. I guess. I.
0: I... Man, I fucking loved when she killed them all. I was so like, happy. Oh, my <laughs> they God. They all it's, had it coming. <laughs> they
1: all had it coming, and it's really brutal. I, that's the thing is, like, maybe the subject matter is a little basic, but I love that this is, like, a satanic cult movie. It's a body horror movie. It goes a little slash, like, brutal slasher movie for a few minutes. Like, it's, I like the journey, even if it's, like, yeah, L.A. sucks. Everybody sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it's, it is, it wasn't the L.A.,
0: the, it it is a ham-fisted metaphor of (laughs) L.A. is evil. Um, I mean, maybe it's true, I'm sure, I mean, yes it is, but like, it's, it just, it, that feels very simple, but that really wasn't a bother, it was more like, just that they, the filmmakers constantly have a back and forth, and maybe the more we're talking about, maybe that is enriching it, but, um, yeah, that's, do we feel bad for the DIY people, or or are we happy they're getting killed? Or, like, is this a strict horror movie, or is it a comedy? Um, Like, with the, all the stuff, with the LA, all the lines with those friends, like, those lines are, like, straight out of, like, um any Silver Lake parody kind of movie I've seen. Or, like, um it reminds me of, like, okay, so it's in Brooklyn, which is not Silver Lake, but it's close enough. They're similar enough. Have you seen Hello, My Name is Doris?
1: I have.
0: They say things like, (laughs) my life really changed for the better when I joined the LGBT knitting community. (laughs) Like, it's just (laughs) lines like that. Like, so much of that kind of comes through in Starry Eyes that, like, it's funny. Yes. Um, Then you also get the weird, I mean, Satanists are always kind of funny because Satanists are fucking weird, right? They make bizarre plans. This is what we talk about every time we talk about Satanists.
1: Right. Yes.
0: This time, their plan is why are you having an audition process and all these things when you could just like start killing everybody? <laughs> but they <laughs> do it anyway. Uh, but they, you, I, maybe my issue with the comedy and the delivery and the, the meshing with the horror vibes, cause it, it does go to dark, real horror. But like getting it to mesh is like, like the other guy in the casting room, the like super <laughs> over the top fag actor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, why is he like that? Like there's, they're they're making it funny, but the movie isn't ultimately funny. This is one for me oh, where I, I guess I, I didn't
1: I, think it was that funny. I, there were a few lines like with the Silver Lake crew that it's just like huh. But I didn't it didn't feel like there were, it was that comedic, I guess to me. Yeah, it
0: came across as funny to me and I just I felt like they needed to choose and maybe it's more so with just like the choice of that particular actor. Who plays the other casting guy with versus opposite Maria Olson in the scenes? But I'm just like, it's so over the top that I needed to dial back just a little or go fully there all the way through throughout the entire movie. The, so that's it's, more of my issue this time.
1: As ridiculous as it is, it felt really kind of authentic to me (laughs) like I just want maybe that's um, it
0: I mean because you are coming from a a past life in LA too so you know it yeah like
1: I know like it shocked me because I had forgotten but uh, the scene in Tater Pals or Big Taters Tater Tater Pals Pals. Tater Pals our
0: new (laughs) web series
1: (laughs) Big Taters when there's like a birthday or something and the waitresses are lined up like I know two of them and it's just kind of like the 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 low rent hollywood machine you know oh, what i mean yeah. and so that casting director being really authentic is like i just watched a documentary called jawline on hulu um which is about social media and like influencers and this whole world of like teenage boys mostly or very early twenties boys that are on Instagram and they're like it's like positivity culture. Like, hey girl, you're beautiful just the way you are. Like that like that's their whole yeah. thing. And they go on tour and it's about like half of it is about one kid trying to make it into that world and the oh, other fuck.
0: half the kid that's trying to be like a a beeber. Right. Yeah. You watch that wow, that looks dark.
1: It's pretty dark. It's really interesting. But half of it is about him trying to break in from, I think he's in Tennessee or something.
0: Yeah.
1: And he's trying to break in. And the other half is about L.A. and the people who are already doing it. And there is a manager of these people who is this casting director times a million. And he's like a oh. real person. Like, oh, my
0: God. So
1: it's what awful.
0: You're... So... <laughs> What I'm reading as just being so over-the-top and and ridiculous is actually authentic to the experience of L.A. itself.
1: Watching this movie the first time, I was like, God damn, yeah, I know all these people. (laughs) Like, (laughs) all of them, every single one of them. Like, it just read to me as completely authentic. But the point, like I said earlier, it has to read to a general audience. Like, it's one thing if, you know, like... Not everybody has lived in L.A., and so it has to read as some kind of authentic, even to those people, yeah. I guess. So okay, whether it succeeds or not, I don't know. But, well, that's interesting.
0: I mean, I, like I was saying, as, as I was trying to figure out the intentions in the filmmakers versus, like, what I see come through with Alex Esso versus what they're depicting and what they're trying to say, um, maybe it does kind of enrich it a little more to have that confused message to it or that confused tone. If it yeah. does make it more authentic due to the L.A. experience. It is what a really horrible a, place. <laughs> it really
1: is a horrible place. It really is. It really is. I'm so glad I don't live there anymore. Um, yeah. As much as I miss certain parts of it, it's just awful. Um, but yeah, but I love that about Sarah is that from the very beginning, she is incredibly amb- like ruthless about what she wants. Even though she's vulnerable and doubts herself, it's like she doesn't completely doubt herself and what she wants, but the system keeps kicking her in the teeth.
0: Man. Yeah. I am so here for her. Yeah. I am so here for her. That moment when, I mean, and this is the thing is like, uh, what is it, the line in the share show? Ambition is not a bad word, share. <laughs> like. <laughs> I, 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 I really love, I, I, maybe this is also the confusion for me is like this, this sort of, you know, we all know this idea of ambition, Julius Caesar, Shakespeare, this whole thing of ambition. Um, but like, I'm so pro it and pro women doing it and getting it right.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like for me, Hillary's ambition was a, a bonus. That was a plus <laughs> for her. Right. Um, and I, I can't. I'm still wondering with these filmmakers, are they behind her, or are they not? Like when, when, um, and I one scene where that really came through for me, um, coming on top of those moments that Sarah had, especially that moment of her just saying, "Thank you for saying that." I've worked so hard, but when they're talking about the friends and Tracy and Sarah, like they, they have a really sweet relationship, and it's really like Tracy really cares about her. I mean, ultimately, she dies because she is telling stuff that she told Tracy things in confidence. Tracy tells them to the other friends. Right. But also, she, those are the only people she has to talk to besides Alex, S.O., yeah. and Sarah. Um, but when they're talking about the friends, and it, I think it's following the, they're your friends, she says, Sarah says, how am I supposed to do something with my life? How am I supposed to do this when you surround me with these losers? <laughs> and then Tracy goes, Do you hear the words that are coming out of your mouth? And I feel like Tracy saying, Do you hear the words that are coming out of your mouth? are sort of like the filmmakers sort of judging her. But I'm so with Zara because they're fucking losers.
1: Right. Well, that's the thing. That's, they're way that's, down. That's the, the, the double edge of it. And I think it would have been way, I think it's more interesting that way. It would have been, imagine how obvious it would have been if all these friends were super supportive and just went to every shitty show that she was in and, like, you know, all this kind of yeah. thing. It's much more interesting for her to literally be stabbing these people in the back and calling them losers when they're fuck ups and they're shitty. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I guess her
0: choices are either sell your soul and, and get a great makeover. Or, <laughs> or uh right. just waste your life on Instagram with some fucking douchebags. <laughs>
1: like Right. I mean one of them is taking pictures when when no one knows what's going on, when she's just sick. She's literally like puking and being sick and he's taking pictures of it.
0: Mhm.
1: You know, like these are these are not friends. <laughs> these are assholes. You know, yeah. and so I think it's it just makes it more complex all the if way pe- down. if people if people are gonna say that this is a really a movie with a very simplistic message i think it would have been even more so if it was obvious that she shouldn't have been killing these people that is you know? true
0: that is true mm-hmm. i absolutely agree and i just love i mean the sheer level of douchebaggery we get to like all the way down to the opening scene with the friends like at that party the first party And you just like in that first shot where you get the guy doing his like performance piece at the house, (laughs) like (laughs) speak singing into some bassy like techno beat. It's just so terrible.
1: Mm -hmm. So I'm just like,
0: yes, queen, puke up those maggots and then kill them all. (laughs) Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think you're not supposed to debase. I mean, she debases herself in the first audition when they, and you, I really feel for her at that point where she like botches. I mean, she has a great audition, really. She does a good job. It's shitty material and she does a really good job. And the casting directors are like, "Mm, bye. And so she goes in the bathroom and has a freak out. They overhear the freak out and call her back in and ask her to recreate it. And it's like, I mean, they're testing her to see how far she will go, how much she wants this. But it's like the other side of it is this actor who just fucking wants to act is being forced to debase herself and reveal things that are really personal in front of these assholes.
0: hmm
1: And so you end up feeling for her. But she's also, like, she does it.
0: And she has that darkness. She has darkness in her. She has darkness it's in her. She so She nice. wants
1: fame. She doesn't necessarily just want to be an actor is what you come to find out.
0: Yes. It's so when nice I seen that, that i the second audition where she has to become where she has to disrobe (laughs) um is so uncomfortable but then watching her as the flash bulbs like keep flash flash flashing like full rear window and seeing the ecstasy coming over her face is like she starts to develop like fangs kind of Mm -hmm. and just is like getting she gets she gets her off the cuff sensual moment Like, (laughs) I love that for her. Even, I mean, obviously, the Harvey Weinstein bullshittery that goes down with this guy. Right. uh, And this awful producer. Absolutely disgusting. I mean, also absolutely accurate to the Hollywood system experience. But Mm -hmm. that she, and this might be kind of fucked up, but that she gets agency in making the choice to go back after she flees the first time.
1: Right, and they she... don't. For- he doesn't rape her. He doesn't force no. her to do it. I guess she goes back and like she makes the point: if I'm gonna sell myself out, I might as well do it for something that I love, which is so yeah. depressing. And that but... conversation,
0: because I think she has that conversation with Noah segan and like, yeah, he's like, I mean, we're all kind of selling out in our own way. So what's doing this one more thing? And it's like, oh my god, agency! Like, it's sometimes it's okay to do awful things to get a thing you want. Like, right. I mean not okay but like the fact that you have a choice in it kind of twists that sort of victim narrative where she is not being the victim necessarily and she is driving her story then. Right. If not and I what mean she ultimately wanted was... it's going to kill her and twist her but Right.
1: Yeah. And, and she w- wanted yeah. fame badly enough to do it. So I'm
0: and I so support her on that journey. <laughs> I I really love her and I really I felt for her. And maybe that's influenced by like the 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 new, I mean like you've been, you were you wrote that awesome piece about final women recently. But like maybe kind of coming off of that vibe of seeing these women that are making challenging choices and making decisions that normative culture would say this is a bad woman or right. this is a nasty woman or something. You know, it's like it's so nice to see a woman fucking up and making the wrong decisions selfishly and getting a fucking great makeover and green eyes because of it. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where Women are uh, getting to be powerful in ways other than just being the final girl.
0: Yeah. You
1: know? So, I mean, I, I
0: think the filmmakers are telling the story. Look at, you know, look at this poor downtrodden, like emaciated uh, tears her hair out person she has the support system they're awful but also look at how vile ambition is uh but but i'm like man she's she is driving her narrative and right. i am so happy for her and i'm not gonna judge her and i want to join the Astraeus cult just so i can get to hang out with her <laughs> and have my <laughs> have my bald head and my my beautiful Chrome nails.
1: <laughs> I mean, who knows what their intent like what their intent is you know I mean you can't necessarily judge this movie off of pet cemetery. so but it's that it's the whole like we've encountered that a lot over the course of this show is like what are the filmmakers trying to say versus what message are we getting? And it's like I don't know if this is the message we're getting, then who cares what they're saying or not saying, I guess.
0: Yeah, the message I'm getting is go bald, kill your friends. uh, (laughs) Make it on the silver screen, baby. I'm
1: halfway there. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you which half.
0: I was going to say, which half?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I've killed all my friends or maybe I'm bald. Who knows? I guess we'll all find out at the live show. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. I really like this movie. This movie is, the effects are really good.
0: The effects are it's really gross. Disgusting.
1: Yeah. It's got some really great body horror. Fantastic soundtrack that I think does it. Everybody goes goo goo over it, follows. Well, I say, what about Starry Eyes? Oh, what about I don't remember soundtrack? the soundtrack at
0: all, actually. It,
1: It's really, it's very in that John Carpenter vein without being overbearing. It's really synth driven and stuff, but it's really, really good.
0: I do have to say, I appreciate, like, even though it's not a stellar endorsement to say I don't remember the soundtrack at all. I appreciate that I don't have a complaint about the soundtrack because usually soundtracks tell you what to feel during the movie. Right. And this one clearly didn't do that. So that's great.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a good soundtrack. I, I was, like I
0: was, let me tell you, I was taken by that title card. Mm-hmm. That's a sexy title card. And those That's end so credits, sexy. that was a very nice design. And there for the DIY nature and the, the low budget, like this was an indie. Um, it's mm-hmm. really, it's really impressive, especially those effects. That, the face slashing that happens to poor Ugh. Aaron.
1: The puking up maggots.
0: Ew. So I hate a maggot. See, why do we have to have these worm things coming out of our bodies? I'm fine with anything else. Like, no eyebell jelly and no, like, worms. That's just gross.
1: Yeah, no thank you. No maggots.
0: No, I just, I'm not here for that. I'm not here for no. that.
1: Nope. Um,
0: I have to continue to sing my praises for Maria Olsen. I just love Maria Olsen and everything she said.
1: She's a little like the Dollar Tree lynchee. But I'm fine with that because... (laughs) Right? How
0: dare you, madam?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean that in a good way.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's what her press page says. A Dollar Tree (laughs) lynchee. I mean that in a good way. (laughs) Stacey Final Girl.
1: (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: Yes. Maria Olsen. Listen, she is just one of those weirdo horror character actresses right that just i love her face i love her voice i love her south african accent (laughs) i love everything about her anytime she shows up in a movie in because i mean she's done a million movies and anytime she shows up in anything i'm just like oh there's mom i love her (laughs) i love her in um You just watched it for when you were doing your Shocktober on Final Girl. Um, I love her in Southbound. She has a really nice little bit Mm -hmm. part in that. Um, I'm just a Maria Olsen fan. And she, for me, like, she gets the weirdness that I think they're trying to get a little more with, like, the -the over-the-top casting director guy. Yeah. I think she nails it in this movie. Like, especially in that audition, how she just... When, with the producer, when she just sits there and just stares forward while, like, this woman's mm-hmm. about to basically be molested in front of her. <laughs> like, yeah. she is so good. Yeah. I mean, the women in this, actually, all the women in this are spectacular. Um, I agree. Fabian Therese as and fucking nightmare. Amanda Fuller. Is it Amanda Fuller? As mm-hmm. Tracy. So good. Yeah. Um, just, they all do such a great job, and... And, I mean, best of them all. You Like, this movie really is such a success because of Alex so. This is her film. She should be on top of... I mean, I'm so happy to hear she's in Doctor Sleep, which I might watch later this week. But I'm so happy... Uh That she has a really great vehicle in this movie to show what she can do. I just would love to see even more come from that.
1: Yeah, it just it's one of those movies where you watch and you are like, why isn't she everywhere? Like, why it's like we're only allowed to have four big name actresses at a time that have to cover the entire gamut of age ranges. You know what I mean? Yes,
0: exactly. Yeah, we only get one. Yeah, Jennifer Lawrence, Emma Stone. (laughs) Um.
1: Yeah, but it's like, why? Why isn't like what is the the thing like why isn't alex so huge she's fucking incredibly talented she should be
0: this movie tells you i i hope you know i hope she goes the way of um i hope she does not well no that's mean i just it's like jocelyn donahue in house of the devil right like she should be in everything right but hey they're both in doctor Sleep. they're both in doctor i need to see doctor sleep i guess i really don't want to but
1: I've heard mostly good things. I've heard mostly not, good things, too. I But I'm just not at all interested, honestly.
0: But them and Rebecca Ferguson, who I also loved as Theo in the new Hill House. Like, I've heard they're all fantastic in it. I just don't yeah. want to look at Ewan McGregor. And I used to be so in love with him when I was a teenager.
1: <laughs> He's always the same thing, right?
0: He's always Ewan McGregor, but like I liked him in the '90s. When I mean, like well, after yeah. *After Moulin Rouge* just or *Down with Love* or something. I don't know. I guess I liked him as Obi Wan too, even though I hated those movies. But you could just, you know what? Fuck off. I don't care anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was a journey.
0: Maybe I'll watch *Doctor Sleep*.
1: <laughs> I've heard it's really good.
0: Alex Esso, glad you're in *Doctor Sleep*. Glad you're there with Jocelyn. Uh, you should be in everything. There you go starry eyes okay the scene one last thing this is maybe i'm just a bad person maybe i'm actually a horrible person stacy
1: you're just realizing this (laughs) (laughs) when she when she you sound so surprised (laughs) when they're
0: up above watching the pool party and the girl slips and breaks her nose yeah and alex so laughs for a minute and then catches herself and her friend looks at her like she's a piece of shit i was like i'm with her she is my queen (laughs) fuck i'm a bully i'm a bad person
1: yeah Yeah. well
0: thanks for being my friend (laughs) (laughs) even if i'm not as sensual as i want to be and i'm just a mean-spirited troll
1: sensual bully
0: I'm the sensual bully, <laughs> haven't you heard?
1: Sounds like a nice fragrance. <sighs> oh. Hmm. Well, so
0: that's Starry Eyes, 2014 Starry Eyes. Well,
1: Ice. good. I'm glad you at least liked it more than you liked it last time. Yeah,
0: yeah. I I don't know. And talking about it with you now, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. Yeah. Maybe complexity is good. Sometimes I can't see through all the complexity and stuff, or I, you know...
1: Sometimes you want to be told how to feel. Sometimes yeah.
0: Sometimes I also want to know the intentions of the directors, and sometimes it's fine to say like, well, actually what they did accidentally did this too, and I like that. Like with the Sentinel, like
1: <laughs> Right. <laughs> he
0: yeah. accidentally made a gay panic movie. That that's how we read it, and I love that. I mean it is perfect right. either way you look at it, but
1: Yes. No, I know what you mean.
0: I so, know what you mean. Hail Estraus is what I'm trying to say.
1: Hail Estraus.
0: Hail Estraus. Hmm. <laughs> uh well. on that note, do we have a listener question, Stacy?
1: Um, yep. Yep, indeed we do. And uh it comes from William. Uh William asks, uh well, demands, think of a horror film that you find <laughs> fascinating but also critically flawed. Oh. And then William asks, how would you tweak it to make it perfect?
0: Oh.
1: A horror film you find fascinating but also critically flawed. How would you tweak it to make it perfect?
0: I, okay, every time we do these, we always say, like, that's a <sighs> hard question. I spent so... Long. But literally, this one broke my brain, and maybe part of that was because I have had no brain capacity this week, because I've been so fucking busy.
1: Right. But, can I go first, because mine's stupid. Okay.
0: What are you, you yeah. going to say?
1: No, go ahead. I was just going to also say that it was difficult for me. This is so hard. Well, yeah, because like, if a movie isn't
0: good, I'm like, this sucks.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's the, the, when we pick out these questions, I always think, oh, I'll have answers for that all day long. And then when the time comes to actually think of my answers, there's always like one little part of the question that I find so difficult.
0: Yeah, like when it was like like think of the worst examples of editing and cinematography with the last episode? Right. Like I could think of great ones, but like worst it's like, well, I don't want to think about. I don't want to see that. Right. So <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna
1: I don't want to see that.
0: <laughs> uh, note to self.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no. So,
0: I just, I I try to, you know, put that in a box, put that box in the bottom of the ocean and never look at it again. But now, with this question, I've been forced... So honestly, mine, this is why I say mine is stupid, is because it's the first thing that came to my mind. I don't think it's the ultimate answer, because I'm sure there's many other movies that I was much more fascinated by. Um, This movie didn't, never fascinated me at any point. (laughs) Um, But, but I have spent a long time thinking about how it could be good, maybe, and for me, and it's also going to go into a bit of a diatribe. Oh, boy. My answer, my answer is Scream 4.
1: Okay. Um,
0: because it's a piece of shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> scream 4 is terrible. Um, I have had a, I have had my, I mean, Stacy, we, we know you've had many eat, pray, lich journeys lately. <laughs> but I have had my own eat, pray, crone journey where I have been realizing that all, okay. You know the popular outlook is Scream Three is the bad sequel, right? Mm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Like we all say, well, they're all we love them all except Scream Three, but we do love Parker Posey in that movie.
1: Kind of it's only like love the-, the first one, but anyway, yeah.
0: That's exactly where I've been headed. I've I watched Scream Two like a, a, a two years ago or something, and I was like, oh, can't wait! I love Scream Two. And I was, I came out of it being like, well, the only good thing about it was Portia de Rossi and Rebecca Gayhart. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love Laurie Metcalf in it, but I don't think that's a strength of the movie in terms of the Scream legacy. No. Um, it, I, Scream 2 is terrible. Scream 3 is a piece of shit. Scream 4 isn't a fucking atrocity. But, and so, I know this is a hot topic because I know those films are very beloved. I just think the first one is perfect and the other's just pale and just wear their sequelness on their sleeve in a way that says it's a movie which the first one did but also went against in being so original um all this to say, I chose Scream Four. I have long thought. This movie would be much better if you just did several things. One, if you let Kevin Williamson actually write the movie instead of always bringing in Aaron Krueger to rewrite them, maybe something could happen. Or maybe Kevin Williamson's a problem. Who knows? Maybe have a woman write it. Um, put Gail Weathers front and center. Thank you very much. <laughs> Why does Gail Weathers get stabbed? I mean, I know she gets stabbed because then I get terrified and think, oh, my God, they're going to kill Gail. But then why is she in a hospital room for the entire second half of the movie when she's the best character in the whole damn thing? (laughs) I want Gail Weathers there. You know what else I'm going to say? Emma Roberts is the killer. It was kind of stupid the first time around. But what would have made it great is if Emma Roberts and her mom, a.k.a. President Laura Roslin from Battlestar Galactica... (laughs) were teaming up, and they were both the killers because they're getting revenge at... Um... Oh, my God, I forgot her name. Sydney. I was going to say Cindy, but that was a scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> they're getting revenge at Cindy. Or, oh, my God, at Sydney <laughs> for for um, ruining their lives, basically, and the death of their, of their aunt slash sister and all this. I want to see the mother-daughter team up instead of, like, stupid... Culkin and Emma Roberts. Was it Culkin? Was he the one that was a killer? The other I killer? Know, I don't remember. And you know what else I want? I want more Hayden Panettiere because that haircut was revolutionary and I know every <laughs> all the dudes on the internet hated it. Hayden Panettiere is a fucking queen. She was the best part of Scream. It's bullshit that she got stabbed and allegedly died off-screen. She would have come back for the sequel, you know it. So I needed more. I needed Hayden Panettiere teaming up with Gail Weathers to solve the mystery. Emma Roberts (laughs) and Rosalind are both the killer, and it's a completely different movie. Also, more of that, like that intestine scene—that was really gross. So I like that part.
1: Wow, we. I don't have any strong strong feelings about Scream Four.
0: This was my incredibly specific. Response to a question I couldn't figure out an answer for, except for a movie that I hate.
1: <laughs> wow, we. So there you go. That's quite an answer.
0: I apologize. Please submit a help ticket. We'll refund you after the
1: show. <laughs> All the scream fans are, are going to be so angry. There's a lot of them. There, there are. It's so a upset. very beloved series. I say one was enough.
0: Listen, diminishing I love returns. I loved one, and I loved um, the rich girl in the MTV series, the first series, not the new one.
1: Mm. Never. Saw that's
0: as, that's as far as it. Oh, it's terrible, but that's as far as it goes with Scream for me. I can't yeah. do the sequels. I will watch the third one for Parker Posey and Jenny McCarthy, but I, I, I didn't say that publicly.
1: <laughs> wow. Mm. What was that about being a terrible person? Was like... <laughs>
0: I know she's awful, but like I like her in Scream and her little cameo. She everybody liked her because I watched it and I think I remember when I was young. Remember when we were young? Well, yeah, and round? it was she's like,
1: oh my god, wait a minute, she's pretty, fun. but she also farts. Oh my god, she's leading a revolution, and she wears a tube top. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: her and Carmen Electra were fucking cool, man.
1: Right it was a anyway. strange time it was a strange time i
0: don't endorse i'm not endorsing don't twist my words everyone i'm not <laughs> endorsing jenny mccarthy yeah.
1: god damn it <laughs> who could circuits. have predicted <laughs> who could have predicted that we'd end up where we are do you know what i mean like no one the knew things that
0: would happen
1: the things that would happen the, no one knew Right. Trump is so. president. Ginny McCarthy's an anti-vaxxer. I still miss
0: Singled Out. They're not rebooting that anytime soon.
1: Right. <laughs> <sighs> Those were the days. Listen, it's a trash
0: world. I'm just taking what I can get.
1: That's right. You're just a little raccoon. I am. Nibble on that trash, baby. <laughs> 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 so now uh, we got
0: that out of the way.
1: Now that that's out of the way, Wow. Um, I used to call these kind of movies on Final Girl. If anyone's ever read that, finalgirl.rocks, my website. Uh, I used to call these kind of movies Tiffany's because I love, first of all, a very of the moment reference. But as you all know, the singer Tiffany had her song, could have been so beautiful could have oh. been so right. But you can't hold what could have been, right? And so all these movies could have been beautiful. But something prevented it. So I just call them Tiffany's because it's shorthand. And no one that's understands what I'm talking about. Brilliant. Did you so, ever get to see the mall tours? I did not. But I did watch that documentary about her. I think we're alone now. About the oh, obsessive Tiffany fan. Oh, you should watch that. What? About obsessive Tiffany fans. Yeah. It's really talk about it's dark talk about dark documentaries
0: about tiffany god i love tiffany oh i can't wait okay i'm gonna check it out
1: yeah yeah so uh yeah so these are all tiffany's tiffany's Tiffany's, yeah um my big one i've mentioned it several times but you know what i love repeating myself so i'll say it again probably my biggest tiffany ever is uh contracted yeah could have been such a good movie it's such a good idea at its core. Could have been so beautiful.
0: Were it, were it not directed by a rapist?
1: Yeah, I mean, even putting that aside, because I didn't know that at the time. But I'd like, uh, even if it just like had a woman somewhere behind the scenes. Just say, hey, just a thought. Just a thought, if it had a woman writing it, or even just fucking giving the script a pass. Better yet, a gay woman, someone on the spectrum, because this movie tries to like, it's got the gay shit in there that's handled so poorly. Hmm. It's got the sort of the rape metaphor that's handled so poorly. And I just think it's such a good idea and it could have been so wonderful and it does have some wonderful elements. The acting and the effects are really good. And I just, I like the idea that this is, we're seeing the genesis of a zombie apocalypse, basically, but not in the usual way. We don't know it until the very last moment of the movie. Hmm. There's a lot I love about that movie, Mm -hmm. but there's so much that I don't love about it that I get so mad at it. And I see it there, I'll see it referenced somewhere, and I say, oh, you and I could have had something. We could have had something special, but no. (laughs)
0: You're that, you're that Tyra meme. You're that, we were rooting for
1: you. (laughs) I was rooting for you. I'm yelling at We were all
0: rooting for you. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Two beautiful (laughs) movies stand before me. Only one of them. (laughs) So that one just really hurts all the time. And I just, I don't know. Like, there's no point in wishing it could have been something better. Because it's not. Like, you want to see something better, you know, if I can go make something better. But hacha so close to being so wonderful i still haven't but seen now- it i
0: saw the sequel for some reason <laughs> yeah, oh the yeah, sequel is that a was oh like, you haven't even abortion. seen
1: it now i like want to do an episode no on i've it. only
0: seen the sequel oh, god. oh my god gonna have to do an episode
1: now it? that is it i want to do i want to do an episode on it oh my god we have
0: to oh no! i didn't know you've
1: never seen it I had no, oh my oh gosh, all no. this time I assumed Yeah, I've that you only knew.
0: seen the sequel. How the fuck have I seen Contracted 2, Stacey? I don't know. <laughs> what, what sequence of events led, I'm a terrible person. I've already admitted this.
1: I, I honestly am flabbergasted. I honest. all these times I brought it up, I just assumed that you, okay, well, we'll have to do an episode on it, maybe. Although I'm just going to say everything I just said. But then again, like I said, I like repeating myself, as I also just said. Oh my god! I'm trapped in an Ouroboros of repeating myself. <laughs> anyway, uh, what yeah. are
0: some other Tiffany's you got? Uh,
1: other Tiffany's, Mama. I say I've mentioned that one before as well, Mama. I liked First Mama. Of all, too much Mama. <laughs> mama too. Too much Mama. <laughs> too much too Mama. <laughs> too much to mama also dollar tree sean bean why are you even in it like they should have just killed him and that would have been it and let hot topic jessica chastain do her thing
0: oh who was the guy in that
1: it was the guy who's on game of thrones nikolai uh oh he's
0: like that beautiful viking man
1: yes yeah
0: oh i like him (laughs) yeah I just like his. he does. He he's looks.
1: unnecessary. Yeah, he's unnecessary in this film.
0: I don't even remember him being in that movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, they should have killed him off, but they were too afraid to because, as we all know, at the time, no one thought a woman could carry a film on her own. We have Hot Topic Jessica Chastain. Let her be the mall goth I want to see. <laughs> she was great
0: in that movie. She was hands down she the was... best part of that movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. So She was great uh, at it. Too much mama. They showed too much of the mama. Keep it a mystery, please. But that's,
0: it is totally just sexism. Because like, there's, it's called mama. There's a ghost mom. There's the two little girls. There's Jessica Chastain. That's just too much for these viewers today.
1: I know. There's too many ovaries. They can't
0: handle all that woman.
1: Well, the whole point was that, like, Hot Topic Jessica Chastain was like, I don't want kids. I'm a cool, I play bass. She plays bass in her band. Yeah, and then she she plays the Seinfeld scene. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, that's how she made all her money was from the side. Yeah. theme anyway but yeah. she, doesn't, she doesn't want these children it's all about her journey to also becoming a mother figure and learning to care about them I love the fact that it's got a semi dark ending with one of the kids being like peace I'm going off with ghost mama bye yeah. like, I love that so to just like ham fist this dude into it for no reason I say no And don't show the ghost so much. You take away the, you know, too
0: much. Yeah, don't show the ghost so much. I did like the effect of. I mean, even though it was computer, I liked the effect of her like being constantly drowning or underwater, even though she's a above ground ghost.
1: Yeah, I like. like, I still like like the less. There's also a yeah. lot of corny stuff in it. Like, I feel like when the Dollar oh, Tree yeah. Sean Bean is in the hospital and, like, the EKG machine starts reading, mama, 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 or whatever, it's like, oh, who the fuck was going to live? I'm so embarrassed <laughs> right now. That's There's funny. Something, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, no. I mean, I
0: guess it also does do that thing of, like, Jessica St- Chastain learns her worth, not just by being an independent woman, but by becoming a surrogate mother, Right. right?
1: right which yeah, like, not
0: i hate i hate even when that happened to ripley i fucking hate that i just always hate that. yeah
1: mm-hmm. um i agree but at least let her go on that journey if you're gonna make yeah. her go on that journey at least let her fucking do it
0: yeah let you her know? decide so i but i i remember like i vol- I watched that one again i i, I always i have
1: i own it i like it i do too <laughs> 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 you know, it yeah so i keep mm-hmm. hoping she'll reprise I that know. look at some point but
0: she she only does in
1: my dreams
0: yeah I was hoping she would be like look like that could be goth beverly in the new it then I would see it
1: (laughs) (laughs) it's the same people are responsible it is hey thank
0: god it too never seemed to go anywhere right that's just kind of like it really tanked that's just kind of tanked I'm so happy
1: (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) um let's see what else I don't know who cares what else Crimson Peak is another
0: one. I thought I just, you really liked Crimson Peak. I, I didn't really see that like one it.
1: Either. I really like it. I think it's got a lot going for it. Also, I wish it uh I wish it like had uh, some more horror. Like I just I wanted more horror out oh, of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, you that's, know, that's what I heard is genre.
0: it was more of like a gothic romance but with ghosts.
1: Right. So you have all the horror elements. You just don't make them scary or like Yeah. They, well, like I'm sick know, of ghosts that help people. I'm yeah, I'm sick of corny ghosts. I'm sick of corny ghosts. Well, the world, he's sort of like it's like it's like
0: War of the Worlds. It, Spielberg can never have a dark ending, right? So you know in the new West Side story like they're going to shoot Tony, and then Tony's going to sit up at the end and be like, I'm alive, and it's just going to be the rent all over again. Yeah. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro's, like, kind of the same thing. Like, Yeah, all his the last are
1: corny. The last
0: bummer he did was Pan's Labyrinth. Like, I want to go back to that Guillermo del Toro instead of this, like, ooh, I fuck fish. Like, and I'm happy. <laughs> like a, what is that? Yeah.
1: I really, I mean, Je- uh, again, Jessica Chastain, choose the scenery like nobody's business. She is fucking perfection in Crimson Peak. is amazing this, is she a villain? Did you the say s- she's a villain? S- she's a villain for sure. She's oh. amazing in P- Crimson Peak. I love it. I, I mean, I'm living for her performance in it. Uh, the set is incredible. Tom Hiddleston, I say no thank you. I'm not the target audience, but that guy is such a pud. Like, I don't understand how he became such a big thing.
0: Stacy, I was so in agreement with you up until I saw the Calvin Klein underwear ad, and then I saw Only Lovers Left Alive, and then I was like, I get it now.
1: All right. Well, maybe you'll like this because you get to see his butt.
0: But he's so. like bony. Like, I don't need to see him naked. Like, I just, I don't know. There's something about him he's that, like, just... upsets me, but I'm also, like, drawn to the fact that I'm upset
1: by it.
0: It's it's a self hating right. thing. I'm, I, anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just, and then those Taylor Swift pictures. Like, who can have any respect oh, for after yeah, that?
0: Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: But honestly, I mean, when he's, cause who's the other? Is it Sersha Ronan? No. It's Mary Mia Wasikowska.
0: Mia Was okay, the other uh, the pre the pre Sersha Ronin then. Yeah, the proto sersha um, Like, literally, like uh, did anyone notice that Mia Wasikowska we were talking about this a while ago actually. She disappeared and suddenly Sersha Ronan was getting all those roles. Um Yeah. But like, uh why would you need Tom Hiddleston when you got those two queens?
1: Right. That's yeah, that's the thing. And corny ghosts. Um, I just, I don't know. And part of it, which is not the movie's fault at all, it's the world's fault. But I watch it and I say to myself, when do we get our gay Crimson Peak? Like, when do we have this story, but it's gay? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, I don't know. That's just a thing that I want. And I guess you just have to, we just have to write it or something because, but we just don't ever get like... I don't know. Gay movies are just gay movies, as if gay is a genre.
0: You yes. know what I mean?
1: But yes. we don't get genre movies that have... Like, maybe they'll have a gay character here and there, but it's, like, you're never going to see the, the, like, Crimson Peak. I mean, the closest we've ever... sex.
0: The closest we've ever gotten to that is just Theo being in The Haunting, right? Right. Like...
1: Ugh. Yeah, I want...
0: Man, you need... When you're... when When... When we cross each other's wings into Gaylord's manor for the first time, <laughs> because we do have a very strict salt border to keep out the spirits from each other. Well,
1: side. and there's that big swarm of flies right in the middle. So. We're not
0: getting worms anytime soon, and I just got—I <laughs> yeah. just had to get another set of worm pills. But like, when I need to, we need to watch Lady Macbeth with Florence Pugh. I, mm. I, it's not Crimson Peak but there's like that old gothic vibes but I'm like and it's also not gay but I'm like maybe we should watch that and just be like okay and watch Crimson Peak and be like how do we make this gay now
1: <laughs> right Yeah. I just well that. this whole thing is like the Tom Hiddleston and Jessica Chastain are siblings right and then he like goes after Mia Wasikowska and they fall in love and get married and blah 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 and I'm just like also Jessica Chastain is there like, I just, I'm like, why couldn't it just ever once be like, you know, or why couldn't it, instead of Mia Wasikowska, why couldn't it be some dude? And it's Tom Hiddleston and a dude. Do you know what I mean? Like, we just never get that. Yeah. That kind of yeah. Why do I, the closest thing, what,
0: what's like a, are there any, I mean, well, there's gay horror films, but are there any good ones? I mean, like, <laughs> or ones that, where it just happens to have a gay character, but like,
1: what am I trying to right. say? Am I just
0: all bile now at this point in my life?
1: <laughs> We're just two bile piles.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we upgraded from two crabs in the mud to two bile piles. <laughs> but right? yeah, like, where's my lady, Macbeth, but she's also a faggot?
1: Right. Exactly. Where's my, the, the descent in space, but they're gay. Yeah. Where's like
0: my, the shallows, but they're gay. Blake Lively. Yeah.
1: That's all I like. That's the thing is like, we just, and that straight people like can just take everything for granted. It's like, we just don't get it. Or if we do, it's a slasher movie. It's always a slasher movie and it's always really low budget and it sucks. And you love them anyway, but you know. (laughs) well in theory
0: you put them on the top 10 list because you're friends with the people that
1: made it (laughs) but otherwise like no i don't i man that's the that's what i'm craving is to see something like a crimson peak except it's like why didn't she fall in love with the sister instead
0: you know that's what the lighthouse is for me I'm going to say it. That was the lighthouse for me. That's like the first time I've been like, I cannot believe this complete fucking sheer faggotry is happening right now. And that I'm in like a sold out movie theater and that it is artfully made and that all of this is folded into the narrative and it's definitely there. But a lot of dummies aren't going to get that. Right. But I am basking in just the sheer pup play faggotry of this film.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well that that's that's it. I mean, I I love subtext. We've talked about that plenty of times in the past. Text versus subtext. Love the subtext. I love reading it. I love looking for it. Yeah. But also sometimes it would be nice if, you know, Midsummer, if Christian was a woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like or Danny was a dude. Yeah. Like or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so. Ari Aster,
0: Robert Eggers. Uh. <laughs> Fag up your films even more.
1: Yeah, let's get that fagotry flowing. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. So that's like not—that's not, that's not uh, you know a knock against Crimson Peak necessarily. But how would I make it perfect? Well,
0: make it gay.
1: Make it gay. That's
0: actually the answer to all. That. That's how you make all these films perfect.
1: Right. <laughs> make them gay.
0: Yeah. Gay people. Honestly, we are. So I just did my show right this last week. Yes, and we had a all gay or all queer crew and cast. Um, and there was a moment backstage where we were doing a little power circle, and one of our performers turned to the others and just said, "I'm so glad we're all gay." <laughs> 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 and you know what I was thinking? We are better. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> It's like we've been through it. There is a guerrilla DIY attitude. There is a sense of accomplishing shit with nothing because we've all only ever had nothing. Mm -hmm. There is... uh, You make
1: it happen, whatever it takes. Yeah,
0: the stakes might seem impossible to some people, but for us, that's just been the story of our lives. Right. And making do with adversity and with trash and what you've got and making it so much more creative and better because you're also gay. So you got an eye for design, girlfriend. Like... (laughs) (laughs) makes
1: everything gay it's just better this is an empirical fact right yeah well that's like what i tried to do with my old web show Ghost ghostless haunted tomb is it's like each episode was a short horror film and i got to play in different genres i did a zombie one i did a french art film I did, like, (laughs) stupid monster movies. I did, you know, like, all kinds, like, ghost movies and satanic movies and everything. And it was like, what if this just was gay? And sometimes there were, like, gay-specific jokes, like making fun of lesbians, because who doesn't want to make fun of lesbians? That's what I live for. There's so so much to make fun of, you know? And so a lot of it was, like, making those specific kind of jokes. But also it was, like, some of them were just, like, here's a zombie movie and it just happens to be two women as the main couple, you know? And it's such a small thing, but it's also such a huge thing because we just don't get it. It's so significant. And just seeing
0: that and having it treated as just a part of life. Right. Uh. Yeah. That's power.
1: That's power, baby. Hail
0: Astraeus.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hail Astraeus.
0: Hail yeah. Astraeus, hail Satan. Because you know what, let's starry I, Satan. This Astraeus felt feminist liberator. I mean, right. well, you have to go through some problematic hoops to get there. But <laughs> feminist liberator. Yeah. Satan yeah. is a queer liberator. Queers liberate themselves, everyone calls us evil and satanic, you know what, we're going to wear it, I'm going to wear it, it's just better. Hail Satan. Happy Satan month, everybody.
1: Wow, for a haunted tome made out of skin, it's so loosely structured, yet informative. I know, right? Uh Ugh. i <laughs>